All right, so we, we, we're doing something a little bit different this year uh, in, terms of the, uh, in terms of the approach to uh, Gemara, because in the past we've tried to like start at the beginning of a parak or start something like that and to work our way through it uh, to the extent that we can, given the time. This time uh, we're, we're going to try to do like more of a sugya. We're going to do a topic in the Gemara, which is mainly in Masechet Pesachim, uh, you know, predominantly in, in Masechet Sachim, which is topic of Kiddush and Havdalah. There's a lot of different angles that can be taken on, uh, you know, where exactly to start the topic. Now, why is Kiddush, why is the discussion of Kiddush in uh, Arvim Sachim? Uh, what, what's the reason why, why, why Kiddush is in uh, Arvim Sachim? Hmm? Right, because the first cup of the, uh, of the, uh, the first cup of, of Pesach is, is the Kiddush. Right, so really, when you when you do the first course of the seder, you're really just fulfilling a, a generic mitzvah of kiddush that you have on every yom tov and every shabbat. Uh, it just happens to be that it's integrated together with the uh, remaining kosot into a whole uh, into a whole event of the seder. But essentially, the first course is not really unique to Pesach, nor is the third course, which is for Birkat Hamazon. But that's a whole other story, right? Okay, but the first course for sure is uh, is kiddush. So on that topic, the Gemara treats of the entire subject of Kiddush, uh, you know, in the context of the, uh, of the Seder, basically. But what we need to understand about Kiddush is, first of all, we're opening up a Gemara. We can either start on Kuf, uh, um, uh, Kuf Amud Aleph, uh, the, really where there's two dots over there, or we could even start on, uh, might be simpler, might be simpler to start on Kuf uh, Amud Bet, actually, and, and then come back to the Kuf Amud Aleph, because it's a little bit more complicated. I don't want to start with something too... Uh, too complicated to start with, but just to just to begin, just to begin like this. What is the right way to learn this gemara? <laughs> right, we're not learning it the right way. Like right up the top, right up the uh, like uh, right out of the stables, so to speak. We're like already learning it the wrong way. Why? From the beginning. Why are we not learning this mitzvah the right way? Just start with the, the <clears throat> mitzvah the right. Way. Right. Where, where's the Torah shebichtav? Right, all everything in the Gemara is a perush. Some things in the Gemara are perush of mitzvah midorabanan, but we're talking about a mitzvah midoraita, zecholet yom hashabbat lekadisho. So really, the first step should be to look at the mikra, to look at the pasuk, to understand what is zecholet yom hashabbat lekadisho. Right. So if you look in, uh, let's say, and, and, and eventually, I mean, I, I want, I don't want to disappoint everybody by not actually doing Gemara because then you'll feel like we didn't actually do Gemara. It was really a setup, or what? I'm, I'm happy. You're going to say that I set you up, I fooled you, I said that it was, uh, we're doing Gemara and really we're doing Torah Shebikhtav. I don't want you to feel that I um, cheated you. But really to understand any mitzvah min HaTorah, you have to start with Torah Shebikhtav because otherwise you're really shooting in the dark. Like you don't really know, uh, you don't have the context for the mitzvah and you don't understand what its basis is and you don't understand what its source is and, and to the extent that we can understand what its purpose is. And especially like in light of the Ralbag that we just learned in terms of understanding, you know, all Torah Balpeh is supposed to be integrated with Torah Shebikhtav and vice versa. It's all supposed to be connected. We're not really supposed to start with a detail about the mitzvah of Kiddush without understanding like where did it come from and what's the basis of it and what's the Torah Shebikhtav. Everybody knows the Zachorat Yom HaShabbat Lekadoshon. It's in a Seretat Dimrot. And that's the basis for the mitzvah. And in the Rambam, for those who have it, I brought actually this Rambam because I wasn't sure where we were going to be. We'll have it. Um, in the Rambam, he says, uh, as an introduction, even though this is not really an introduction, but uh, he says, Mitzvah tasei minatua le kadesh yom ha-shabbat bidvarim. 
It's a positive mitzvah from the Torah to sanctify Shabbat with words. That's, that's the most basic thing you have to know in order to understand the mitzvah. That's the source of it in the Torah. Even just the Rambam is very full of words that you know, need to be unpacked and understood. But again, if we focus too much on the Rambam, you'll tell me... Uh, uh, this is supposed to be Gemara. This is not about, yeah, but it says, but it says, It has to be a, a remembering or a mentioning is a better word in this context of shevach vekidush, praise and sanctification. You have to mention it in the in its entry and in its exit, which is what we call havdalah, right? And so when it comes in, you have Kiddush, and when it goes out, it's Havdalah. And then he gives the Bacha for Kiddush. Uh, and, then he's, and, and then he gives the Bacha for, uh, for uh, Havdalah. Now, the, um, and, and not until, until Halakha Vav does he say, mean, The Torah doesn't say anything about Yain. It only says to remember Shabbat. Okay? It doesn't even say that the remembering of Shabbat is supposed to happen on Shabbat. It just says, remember Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're really being a skeptic, a Torah Shebikhtav, purely Torah Shebikhtav, and you read Zachor at Yom HaShabbat in Kaddishah, what would you probably think it means? Right, like don't forget it during the week. Like don't forget that there's going to be Shabbat at the end of the week. On Shabbat, there's nothing to remember. You're, on, you're in Shabbat. Remembering is something you might forget. But it's a Kaddishah, No. Right, so, but what does that mean? It means to, to distinguish it from the rest of the week. Okay, and therefore? So that happens on Shabbat, on Shishi. Meaning on, Shabbat. Meaning meaning on, Shishi, on Arab Shabbat. Shabbat. Meaning, in order to dis- meaning you need a, it's the Kaddish show, meaning from the rest of the week. Right. From the rest of the week. Right. So that has, that should, I, that makes sense to happen in the transition period between the, the weekday and the Shabbat. But let's say when it says like, Zachor et asher Amalek. Does that only mean, right, when I'm about to show. kill the Amalek guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meaning, doesn't it sound like a mitzvah tmidit though? I agree that the purpose is show. You have to sanctify the day and distinguish it. But it's set from the Pshat. If I were just reading the Pshat, Zachor et Yom HaShabbat show, I would say, it means you should be ever cognizant of Shabbat so that you sanctify it, right? That's, that seems to be the Pshat. But the Halakha, what the Halakha is brought is what the Rambam says, which is that it's a mitzvah to lekadesh et Shabbat bidvarim. Specifically, you have to articulate something in the Shabbat, right? It means you have to use words. And the Kiddush, alayayin, is a separate thing, okay? So that already means that um, when we're talking about the Kiddush that's done in wine, we're already talking about a Either a mitzvah mitorabanan, or better yet, a mitzvah mina Torah that the chachamim were mitaken to fulfill it in a way that is not really mentioned in the Torah, which is through using the wine. Correct? Okay, it's not that the, uh, the mitzvah itself is to, met, to articulate the specialness of Shabbat. Right? To say, what does zachor mean in the, in the Torah? But what does the word zachar mean usually? Not zachar meaning male. Right? What does is, what is the word lizkor mean usually? Daughter. Does it usually mean that? What's the most basic meaning of Lizkor? What? To remember something, right? The opposite of forgetting is to remember, right? That's usually, that's what it means. But Zachor, when you tell somebody, don't forget something, or remember to call so-and-so, or remember to do whatever, 
What are you really telling the person to do? Actually do the action. You want them to do the action, right? But you suspect that they're going to forget. So you're trying to tell it, you're telling them, be vigilant, right? Be vigilant to remain cognizant of your obligation to do this because if you're not, you're going to forget. There's, a, there's an implication there that you are likely to forget it. Right? So you have to take action. The zachor is to take action, to be vigilant, to ensure that you don't forget something that you have a, ten, you have a tendency to, to, to put in the back of your mind, forget. Right? That, that's what it usually is. But you even have cases of zachor where it just means to focus on that, something. Like in the pasuk that we quote in the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, zachor ez daboribo, zachor ez od neum Hashem. Right? The Hayeled Yakili Ephraim. Right? The Aben Yakili Ephraim. Im Yeled Shashuim. Right? The Pasuk about uh, where it says, Zachor is going to, it says, when I talk about him, I remember him more. So obviously that's not using it as the opposite of forgetting, but an intensity of focus. Meaning the more I speak of him, the more I think of him, the more I mm-hmm. contemplate, right? The more, the more I'm focused. So Zachor has to do really with focusing. When you tell someone to remember something, what you mean is that they have a tendency to forget. So you want them to focus on this so they don't, so the powers of, the natural power of, of, of forgetfulness does not uh, prevent them from doing whatever it is that they need to do. So if you were to read the word Zachor Adyom HaShabbat Kadusho, I think in general a person would say, okay, Zachor Adyom HaShabbat Kadusho means remain cognizant of Shabbat. Don't put it in the back of your mind because only if you remain cognizant of the Shabbat are you going to end up sanctifying it. If you put it in the back of your mind and you come into Shabbat five minutes before it starts and you're not prepared and you're not, you're not really going to sanctify the Shabbat. That seems to be like the Pshat, the Pshutosh Mikra. There's a really long Ramban on it actually in, uh, in the Chumash. It's really excellent. We have to do it at some point. We must actually learn that Ramban because it's super important for understanding the fundamentals of Kiddush. Um, we could do it. I don't, everyone's going to be like, well, why did I bother opening this Gemara? And this? But uh, well, we could. It's a, there's a very good Ramban. Uh, if you've been in Shemot, in Shemot, it's in in Nitro. It's in the uh, and if you have a laptop, you can probably find it on any uh, Safari or whatever, whatever your choice of source so, is. Aside from keeping the laws of Shabbat, right? Leaving those aside. So, what is the pasuk for keeping the laws of Shabbat? Shamor, right? We have Shamor v'Zachor, two different things. But uh, the idea of just being the Mikdash Shabbat, it's uh, we quantify it. Not to fast forward right. in, in, in what we utter. Right. So the halacha is you have to articulate the specialness of Shabbat. That's how they define. Just like with Zachor at uh, Amalek, right? Because it says Zachor at the Shasalacha Amalek, and at the end it says Lo Tishkach. So it says if it just meant not to forget, so Lo Tishkach is enough. So what does it mean, Zachor? Oh, you have to have Kuyat Parshat Zachor. Right. You have to articulate it. It's not enough that it be a something that you didn't forget, but it has to be something that you're vigilant about having in the, as a focus. So the degree to which someone no. has it at the forefront of their thought is, is uh, the extent to which they're keeping the, the mitzvah. Of zachor, you mean. But it's not about thought, it's about articulation. You have to articulate what articulation means, you know, obviously means thought. The, the, I mean, the, according to the Torah, there's no text for the Kiddush. A person would articulate their appreciation of Shabbat, and he says, Shevach v'kiddush, the distinctness of it and the, and the goodness of it. Shevach means the, the greatness of the day of Shabbat, the meaningfulness of Shabbat. The Kiddush of Shabbat is different than many other mitzvot, because what do you say? You say, uh, you're not really... When you say like, it's not like a birkata mitzvah. Asher kiddishanu b'mitzvotah v'tzivanu laniach tefillin. You don't say, asher kiddishanu b'mitzvotah v'tzivanu lishmor shabbat. No. You say, asher, you say asher, uh, when you say the kiddush, asher kiddishanu b'mitzvotah v'ratzavanu. 
that Hashem sanctified us with His mitzvot, and He He loved us basically, you know. And he gave us his Shabbat. He gave us this is a chut, this privilege that we get to have his Shabbat. That is a remembrance of Maseh uh, and and Yitziat Mitzrayim. Kivanu vacharta. Really, the real kiddush without the without the Ari taking out those words. Kivanu vacharta veotanu kiddush tamikol amim because Hashem chose us and distinguished us. The Shabbat kochuchah ba'avav v'tzon inchaltanu and he gave us Shabbat. It doesn't say Baruchat Hashem. Al uh, Shmirat Shabbat. It's not on the mitzvah of doing Shabbat. It's a praise of Shabbat and our zechut in the blessing of having Shabbat. That we have what's the right. What's the difference between Hinchilano? Hinchilano. He gave us a nachala. Hinchaltano is you gave us. It's turning to the second person. Hinchalta. It's the same, but it's switching. There's actually another interesting Ramban on that too. But other Mepharshim talk about too, the Sefer Chinuch talks about it, that Barachot switch from third to second person all the time. That uh, you do that all the time. Baruch Hashem, Asher Kiddishanu. It shouldn't be Asher Kiddishanu. It should be Asher Kiddashtanu. What about it become Kiddishanu? What happened? I was talking right to Hashem and then they stopped. They started talking in third person. But the idea is that there's a, a certain relationship a person has with, with Hashem that you can address, but there's also a distance. Like the moment you open up the closeness, there's a distance. You know, there's a constantly remembering that tension between the approach and the and 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 the, and the, the gap that exists between the person and Hashem. And uh, the Ramban talks about it also. I think it's in Parshat uh, Bishalach, also. But anyway, I won't get too far. The um, okay, so the Ramban. This is a great Ramban. It has so many fundamentals in it that are worthy of your attention if you uh, have time to go through. It's uh, Perakaf. Oh. It's oh, in Yitro. <coughs> it's on the mitzvah of Zachot Yom Shavad Kaddishah. It's a very, very. It has some Kabbalah in it. So for that, I have to ask the unmarried guys. I have to look down. Kidding. Okay. So he says Zachot Yom Shavad Kaddishah. The fish is all Kabbalat. Oh no, I'm reading the wrong thing. Where's the Ramban? Ah, Achar Shetziva Shenamin B'Shem Amiuchad Yitbarach. Okay, he says, So of course everyone asks the question, how is it that the Aserot the brought are repeated with different words, right? Ibn Ezra talks about that also. But, what do you say? There's a few different Yeah, yeah. But especially here, like literally the first word is different between the two. It's like, it's not the same word at all. Zachor is a positive. Shamor usually is understood as a negative, negative right? Lishmor. Negative. didn't make that up. Zachor v'shamor bedibor echad. It's Chazal. It's actually Rashi. Rashi uh, brings it too, and he talks about a lot of different places where there are uh, language of the Torah that seems to contradict each other and really complements each other. So, why did they focus on this in particular? It's exactly what you said. That uh, he says, why didn't they? Why weren't they bothered by so many other cases of difference between the first Aserot and the Brot and the second one? That they focused on Zechovah but all the other differences they didn't, they didn't care about that so much. They didn't mention it as a problem. So he says, So there's a positive and a negative side. Okay, so the idea is there are two sides. There's a positive and, and a negative, right? And he says, um, uh, and then he says, and then he goes on. I'm skipping a little bit. 
that what it means is that the Chazal said, Moshe Rabbeinu can't possibly have changed the words of Hashem. It means that the concept of Shabbat was given as one concept. But you can't express it with a single word. So the concept of Shabbat demands both Zachor v'Shamor. But you can't articulate that. So in one place he mentioned the word Zachor, one in Shamor. That's what it means, It doesn't mean they heard two things at the same time. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. It means they understood the idea of Shabbat, which necessitates Zachor v'Shamor. Right? But, it, but to articulate, when you talk about it, you talk about two different elements. You can't, you can't express it in one single language. So he says, Women are obligated because it says Zachor V'Shamor, and anybody who's obligated in Shmirah is obligated in Zichirah. Famous Gemara appears in a few places. Right? They're obligated in all mitzvot lo And, uh, okay, so then he says, I wonder what was actually, maybe the second Luchot had Shamor and the first one had Zachor. That's just his speculation. But I want you to see the, and then he gets into the Kabbalah thing. It would be um, but this would be the only idea yeah. that couldn't be uh, expressed in a single word. Uh, all, the, all the ideas of the Torah, that this, this particular idea of Shabbat mm-hmm. is... Why this one is so uh, important. I mean, it's, not, it's not an idea of lost in translation here. This is, yeah. These are ideas that are brought in, in concrete words. Right. But to have one specific mm-hmm. example of a word, that idea that's greater than... than can be expressed in a single word is seems odd that it would be just this idea of mm-hmm. all the ideas out there. Um, it's not necessarily only a, uh, the, the only idea that's like that. It's just that in this particular case, the concept is really it comes back to a more fundamental yisod, which is what was the what was the experience of uh, Mamad Har Sinai? It was an intellectual experience. It wasn't a verbal experience. So the so in the intellect they comprehended certain ideas. So when they comprehended it, it was a comprehended one idea. It was a nivuah. When it's written down, it has to be expressed in words. So that's taking a nivu'ah about a concept and trying to break it down into its parts to write it in language. So you, it ends up being zachor v'shamor. In the other cases, we're not dealing with that bifurcation between uh, a, a nivu'ah experience that is of one concept and language to record it afterwards. So I think that's where it really where where uh, where the issue is. But the Ramban he here he brings a sod gadol b'zachor v'shamor from the midrashos shor Rabbi Nechunia ben Akane, which is a kabbalistic uh, concept. These ideas are kabbalistic ideas, and why kiddushah rabah is the kiddush of the daytime. And he says v'tavinze, but he obviously doesn't explain it. So the uh, but I don't want to go into that anyways. But it, we, it, we may come back to it in the future. We might be able to understand it. But let's leave it on side. But ve'hametu gamken kimidat zachor amzu. I think this is really an important yesod in, in Avodat Hashem. Okay? That, that you can't have a relationship with God that's expressed in the negative. It has to be expressed in the positive. So uh, that's why there's a mitzvah aseh. That's why it's associated with midat adin, meaning that because that's the fear. Somebody who's afraid of his master, he fears to violate, but that doesn't mean that he's going to take action to do, to fulfill. He gives you like a fundamental here. Why is aseh dochel Right? Why is that say docheloda? Because a positive, expre- a positive, a negative mitzvah is to remo- remove you from certain evils that will prevent you from having a relationship with God. But the actual relationship with God has to happen. 
There's no actual reflection, connection, action. So then, then what did you do? You just abstained from certain things that God said were not good, so you're out of year ah, but you didn't develop the Abba. And there are people like that. Maybe they keep kosher, maybe they don't break Shabbat. But that doesn't mean that they use the Shabbat to come closer to the Borei Olam by learning Torah, by praying with Kavanah, by Kiddush is the example of that, as we're going to see. Right, so you, the, the, the actions that you take on Shabbat are what complete the Shabbat, not just the Yerav, not violating Shabbat, because uh, there are people like that. They wouldn't eat a non-kosher thing, but they don't make sure to make their meal a meal of divrei Torah. Shomer Shabbat, right. not Zohar Shabbat. Right, they're not doing this Chirat part, but that's true of all areas where there's a negative and a positive, let's say, to be had. And he, he talks about that. Now, he's, now I'm skipping a little bit again. He says... a lot of parenting. Huh? I feel like in parent, like parenting techniques, it's the same idea. You try to yeah. teach them to, the kids to, to do to do what's right because because it's good out of a love for the parents, right. not because there's somebody watching them and they might get in trouble. And... Right, you don't want to doing it out of fear is is trying to avoid consequence. It's not trying to further a good. You know what I'm saying? If you want to further a good, it's going to be in the positive. If you want to avoid consequence, it's going to be what you don't do to break the law. You know? So, and there are many people like that. So Rashi says it means to remember Shabbat all the time. If you find a good uh, food, put it aside for Shabbat. Right? Right? So that's really what it seems like what the Pshat is, right? Start from, the, from Monday, uh, Sunday, right? To start thinking about Shabbat already. Of course, that's a bit Shabbat, right? But that's okay. That's right now. Yeah. So, but it's okay. Yeah. His whole, all of his life he would eat Lichvot Shabbat. Mm-hmm. He was constantly upgrading, you know. He found really good meat on Sunday, he'd say it's for Shabbat. He found a better thing on Monday, so he ate the Sunday and he would say it's for Shabbat. Right? He would upgrade. Right? What does that mean? They said, Kol what, what what What's the connection between the two things? It's strange, right? What was the stuff to Shinao, Bo Hashem Yom Yom, Yamosan. It's weird. Tani Namiachi, Bechamayomim, Bechad Bishabech, Lishabatech, right? Starting from Monday, from Sunday should be your Shabbat, Obetilelamim, Bo Hashem Yom Yom, Yamosan. What kind of a machlok is that? Should you prepare for Shabbat from the beginning of the week or no? Just whatever Hashem's going to provide. That's Alacha. That's what Betilel says. Don't worry. It's a very straight. What, what is it? Beit saying transcend your life. They make Shabbat some, something that make, makes your life elevated, and therefore every day you're you're seeing goodness in it. Because what's 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 Yom called Masaviu Hayu Shem Shemayim, right? Like what's the connection between that and how I should prepare for Shabbat? But if you ask Hillel, Hillel, what should I do? Should I uh, uh, should I uh, buy stuff on Sunday for Shabbat? All of your actions should be the Shem Shemayim. Could you answer my well, question? Well, look at the specific. Look at the bigger picture, maybe. Wait till Friday at, at, at 12 o'clock when you're about to return the car and go pick up the food. <laughs> Hillel would be very proud of you. That's what no, really, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means experience has to be transcendent. So what is Shammai's concept? What is Shammai's concept? All of his life he lived Shabbat. 
right? Meaning he was always mechabed Shabbat and upgrading for Shabbat. He was, his whole week, he was mitachnen. He was like planning out for Shabbat. Everything that he did was planning out for Shabbat. Shabbat was what was Mekadesh's life. But he said the idea of Zachor Yom HaShabbat Nekadesho is that you are, that in the, the fact that you're taking Shabbat into consideration on Sunday and Monday, that's what's Mekadesh your, your existence. That everything you're doing, you're always con- considering, like being Mechashev and considering, calculating Shabbat. What is Beit Hillel's idea? Every day should be a day that your, your, your material actions are, are directed L'Shem Shemayim. Not just Shabbat. Shabbat is a paradigm of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Of a day where all the physical activities are organized around Avodat Hashem. But kol yom should be like that. Kol masech L'Shem Shemayim. Right? Every day, he says, yom yom yamoslanu. Every day we have bachot from Hashem. So meaning if he had some good steak on Sunday, he would say, I'm going to eat it now. L'Shem Shemayim. Since I'm doing it L'Shem Shemayim, what's it, why should I save it for Shabbat? Shabbat is Shabbat. Okay? But Shabbat is a paradigm. Meaning he's saying, Beit Hillel seems to be saying like Shabbat is a paradigm for what physical life directed towards Avodat Hashem could look like. But that doesn't mean that it's the be-all and end-all. That, 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 that Shammai is understanding that halachically, basically, what's Mikadesh, your weekday, is Shabbat. That you're constantly using it as your calculus for determining how you uh, apportion your food. That's how you're Mechabed Shabbat. According to Beit Hilesik, no, the way you're Mechabed Shabbat is Shabbat is your paradigm. Right? And how you live your life is you kol masecha yu l'shem shamayim. It should be, every day should be like a Shabbat for you. If you could. Beit Hilel, you live your life for Shabbat. No, Beit you live your life every day and... and, and Honor your life every day by looking at paradise as Shabbat as the paradise. Right, by having Shabbat as the one as your as your source for for what it means to live a life that's called Masecha Yulashem Shemai. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't be it. Sunday's eating shouldn't only be significant because you're preparing Shabbat. for Shabbat, right? Whereas Beit Shabbat is saying, no, the way Zacharot Yom Shabbat works is it infiltrates the entire lifestyle of the Jew. He's constantly calculating in terms of Shabbat. Right? They're both beautiful yeah, ways of looking right. at it. I think most right. people in this regard are like Beit Shammai. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Surprisingly. Well, that's, it's interesting because um, I hadn't thought of it before, but I'm saying like the, the like Hillel's idea is a, it says, right? It was, it was different, meaning it was his own, not everybody could be like that. It's a right? very high right. level. It's a high level. It says, they would say, uh, uh, that he He was a different person, meaning it was very to be able to do that is only a person on the level of Hillel. It's not necessarily to be like that. Okay, interesting, right? So maybe that's why Rashi didn't quote that. So that right? Means means before it comes, and shmira is once it comes. So it's, it's emphasizing that he had a different personal level of perfection that his actions every day were as close to a Shabbat as they could be. That's his Zechorot Yom HaShabbat. Right? Whereas Shammai had the, the way that he made, was Mechabed Shabbat was that every day he would be preparing for the ultimate, for the ultimate expression of a which was Shabbat. One is a halachic phenomenon and one is a personal development because Hillel's is midah, it's a midah of the person. They're able to do They're both midot though. It's just probably 
Hillel is a little bit more like lofty. Pure. It requires a more lofty yeah. kind of a per- person. <clears throat> and Shammai is, is looking at it more in terms of a halachic concept that you should always be considering Shabbat from the beginning of the week. Shammai seems to be like Goal-oriented. It, it seems to be like a practical way to, to achieve what he ultimately. But it says the Zikaron of Shabbat never left his mouth. Yeah. Always the Shabbat is constant, meaning that he was actually preparing for Shabbat. Yeah. As it that, was, that's a very practical step, though. <clears throat> meaning you could tell somebody, oh, you know what? Think about whenever you get something nice, like think about Shabbat. But it's very hard to tell somebody every single thing that you ever do. Think about Shabbat. Shabbat. Yeah, the Shabbat. Right. But that's why it's funny the way it looks. It looks like it's supposed to be a machloket, but they're not even talking about the same thing. Like, Shammai is like, you should, you know, Shammai would always set aside things for Shabbat. And Hillel, what does that mean? He's not telling you a different opinion. He's just like, I have a different like different. I don't have to think towards the actual Shabbat six days from now to be, uh, you know, involved in Avodat Hashem with the way that I use the physical world. You know? Interesting. Anyway, so what's the Pshat, says the Ramban? So why do we say Halakha Kativari Beit Hillel? Because you don't have to do that, it's saying. Meaning, I mean, that, right. Hillel is actually more strict. It's more hard. I, I don't know, I see Shammai is more strict. It's more, more hard. Why. No, because... Shammai is simpler. No, no. Shammai is much simpler. Yeah. Hillel is saying, you drink this yeah. coffee right now, L'Shem Shammai. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You drink your coffee right now, L'Shem Shammai? You're saying, you're saying a bracha on it, right? That... Most people do not even sing a bracha. All Let's your be actions real. being the you're not directing it. You're checking off the box that you said a bracha. Let's be real. I mean, that's not my deal. That's how Ramam writes when it's more of a machloket about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, but it means that you can't make a halakha. I mean, what does that mean? You can't make a halakha, but it means that. It's, the, the it's, a, it's something, it's saying this is the ideal. The ideal. It doesn't just mean that you don't have to remember Shabbat. Right, it's saying you don't have to do it, Beit Shammai is saying, and, uh, or Shammai rather, is saying you have to. Uh, you have to um, try to, uh, to approximate the ideal of Hillel. That's. that's that's what you should aim for, you know. But it can't be a halacha because you can't do that if that's not you. This is what the Ramban takes the pshat that every day you should remember Shabbat. So the Ramban says when you remember Shabbat all the time, you also remember the creation all the time. You're always acknowledging that there's a creator. Which is interesting. He's saying that the remembrance of Shabbat is an acknowledgement of God as the creator every day. Even though the yeah. whole day is not de- de- devoted to that idea, but the fact that you're remembering Shabbat means you're remembering that idea of Shabbat. Right? So that's like a... That's the entire point of Shabbat. Right. Yeah. right. The fact that you have the seventh... But he's saying even on Sunday, when you think about Shabbat coming, you're also acknowledging the Borei Olam. You're saying. Yeah. Right. Right. So he says, V'tam lekadisho... Our remembrance of it is for it to be holy in our eyes. You call Shabbat a pleasure and you call it honor. See, this is the key thing, I think, in Zachor, maybe that he's saying here. That the reason we're resting on Shabbat is because it's a Yom Kadosh. 
or really, yeah, I mean, uh, to turn away from practical calculations and all of the havalim that we're usually involved in, to give enjoyment to our soul and the ways of Hashem studying Torah, and which shows you that they used to do that. It shows you're supposed to go. Right? Very typical of the Ramban. Why do we make the animal rest on, the, on, on Shabbat? So we won't think about the animal. Right? Meaning it's all about the person. So the, the, that's a very typical of the Ramban's Ashkafan general. But the idea is that the, the, he's saying that the reason for Zachor to complement Shamor is that Shamor is an absence of something. It's absence. It's a non-activity. What's the reason for the non-activity is articulated by the Zechirah. If you don't have Zechor, you don't have a pur- you're not endowing the day with a purpose. It's expressed in terms of a, of a, uh, a privation, a lack. And it's not expressed in terms of a purpose and a, and, a, and a positive, a substance. There's no substance to the day. You're just not working. So what? So you're not working. It's true, but it happens to be that the, that the, the, the not doing Melachot also informs your experience of Shabbat. Huh? Of course. He's, he's not saying I mean, you can... That, that's, not, that's not of course, though. That's, that's he's not saying you saying. can't, that you should do Melachot. He's saying that simply... No, no. Let's say you slept all day. Of course not. But okay. I, I used to think that it was purely an absence. I mean, the, 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 the lack of doing Melachot, meaning not doing Melachot, is just remove, it's removing things that are... Uh, Disturbing to Shabbat to the Shabbat experience, mm-hmm. which, which is true, but also there's something fundamental about the fact that the thirty nine melachot. But are, attending to the idea of the melachot, right? True. Yeah, I agree. There is. There, there is something added by the fact that though, that particularly is considered melacha, and that's where you're refraining from. Yeah. Or what's being added? Yeah. So th- he says another thing here that I, r- I really like this. He says, Because basically in Shabbat, you have all of the Ikarim. You have the idea of the creation of the world and providence and prophecy. Everything is, is embedded in Shabbat. This is an interesting thing the Ramban says. I don't have to read the whole thing. I can summarize it for you. I really like it though. He says basically that just like our days of the week are Echad B'Shabbat, Sheni B'Shabbat, Shlishi B'Shabbat. So Ovdeh Avod every day they have a different name for it. Like Sundays for the sun, Mondays for the moon, whatever. They have different Avod associated every day. We j- all of our days are counted against Shabbat. And then our months, B'Chodesh HaRishon, B'Chodesh HaSheni, B'Chodesh HaShishi, is Yitziat Mitzrayim. Right? So when you say B'Chodesh HaRishon, you're actually acknowledging Rishon the what? Yitziat Mitzrayim. He says, unlike the goyim that they have, January, February, I don't know, it's all based on Avodah names also, and, or a king's name like Augustus is August or whatever, right? So in, and then he says a really interesting thing, that you notice that after the Galut, starting in the later books of Tanakh, they started using the names of the month of, wow. of Bavel, wow. right? So, so it says in the names of the month of Babel, like it'll say, "B'chodesh uh, right? Ziv was earlier. That was like a that was a name from the earlier days of Tanakh. Later they had "B'chodesh Arishon Uchodesh Nisan." B'chodesh, you know, in in the Megillat, Megillat Esther, for example, is the most obvious. Right in the later books after Galut Babel, they started why? using these terms. So he says, "Why?" He says because it's a zechirah of Galut of the Geulah from Galut Babel. 
the, the return to the second Beit HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the first Geulah of Mitzrayim, we remember the days by saying them So we use the Babylonian names of the month to remember the Yitziami Bavel, basically. Very interesting. He has that, um, but that's. Uh, I think he has that somewhere in this this Ramban. Maybe I'm not sure, but um, I know he says it. Um, right. So then he says, "Vomerani shezeu midroshosh shamaya zakein shperish mitzvat zachor." He says, the Midat Chasidut really is uh, of Hillel. Is a Midat Chasidut. He really agrees with Shammai. You're supposed to remember, but he had a different Midat, which is interesting. He's saying it's not that he disagreed fundamentally that you have to prepare for Shabbat. He had a different Midat. Fine. But then he says, um, uh, then he says in the end, and the Rabotenu have another thing in the Kaddishon. So this is where he brings the actual Mitzvah Kiddush. Right, that just like the bed din has to be mekadesh shnata yovel, so too afkan sivashen iskorat yom shabbat bekadeshenu. So we have to sanctify it. V'kachamu b'mechita lekadeshu kadeshu bivracha mikanamu mekadshin alayin beknisato ein liyel ba'yom la'ila minayin u'shmartem et shabbat and so on. So this is the uh, uh, the halacha that the um, and then he says then v'chen alayin asmachta. Right, so he says that. Uh, that the idea of doing it on wine is just connected to the pasuk was not literal, fine. But the idea of the um, uh, he says the pshat is basically, and then he brings the gemara of pesachim that were uh, that is a little bit later on where it says zachor yom shabbat dekad the show zochreu ala yain beknisato enli ala bayom balayla minayin etc etc zochor yom shabbat dekad show is about the yain and um, and he says but zachor yom shabbat is actually mitzvah lezochor tamid bechol yom kamo shepirashnu el shekol uh, but all of the remembrances are one are only counted as one of the mitzvot. In other words, we don't count it as two mitzvot, remembering Shabbat all the time and then Kiddush. It's all one. What's the basic idea? The basic idea is that Shabbat has to be an awareness of the person. Right? There has to be an awareness of what Shabbat is and what it signifies, what is special about Shabbat, that it's a day that, that recalls the Briyat Olam. And recognizing the Borei Olam and also Yitziat Mitzrayim, which is a part of that for one of two, for one of multiple reasons. Um, Can we go into that a little bit? How do you get there's Briyat Olam and then Yitziat Mitzrayim, two seemingly very different aspects of our interaction with Hashem. Obviously, both fundamental to our experience. But what does Yitziat Mitzrayim have to do with with Shabbat? Meaning, why, why do we why do we designate Shabbat to also mention Yitziat Mitzrayim? Well, it, the, the Ramban says somewhere about that, that, uh, that the reason why is because Yitziat Mitzrayim is me'id on Maaseh Bereshit. That Hashem is the Borei Olam because the fact that he can do the Nisim V'niflaot, it shows you that Hashem is the Borei Olam and somebody who's, uh, who believes in the Yitziat Mitzrayim is necessarily believes in, in, in the Briyat HaOlam. Oh, another, another reason that the Mepharshim bring is that in Mitzrayim they didn't have the ability to have a Shabbat because of the slavery. So the fact is that Shabbat uh, brings to mind the idea of Yitziat Mitzrayim because the fact that we have freedom to rest. Right? Like why was the uh, why are the liberal arts called liberal arts? You know why? 
Because only somebody who wasn't a slave was allowed to study intellectual things. Everyone, a slave could learn practical arts and mechanical arts, like to build stuff or whatever they had to do, but they wouldn't learn philosophy. Meaning the things that are, the things that are uh, purely abstract, that was for the pe- men of leisure, right? The people who are liberated, so it's called liberal arts. Okay, so the... That's not canceled. What? That's not canceled. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the idea of liberal arts, meaning that you're the fact that you're able to take a day off and reflect on Briata Olam shows that you're not a slave. It shows that you, you you're not enslaved. So that's a way to uh, to understand it also. The the, the connection with the Tibetan time. So uh, in any case, that's the Ramban. I think the Ramban is interesting mainly because he puts the kiddush in the context of being aware of the sanctity of Shabbat and the purpose of Shabbat as that's really the, the end goal of the mitzvah. And this is a mitzvah that's not limited to the Kiddush. It just finds its most direct expression in the Kiddush. And that's what he says. It says they're counted. is what he says. It's a mitzvah to remember it all the time. But the mitzvah of Zechirah on the night of, uh, of Shabbat is a... Um, is actually a uh, is is actually you know part of the same of the six hundred and thirteen mitzvot as the uh, as the mitzvah of remembering it all the time the mitzvah of doing it on the night of on the Friday night it's the same mitzvah so he's he's trying to show you that being actively aware of the purpose of Shabbat that transforms your whole experience of Shabbat as opposed to a person who passively abstains from lachan Shabbat but doesn't actively articulate what is special about Shabbat, what ideas is Shabbat supposed to represent, what is the goal that I have in Shabbat, as an ex- what is the experience of Shabbat supposed to lead to, and that's what he explains here, whether it's supposed to be a day of oneg in the closeness to God, and darchei Hashem, limut Torah, and all those things, that's the positive of Shabbat, that's Zechor at Yom HaShabbat, achieving its objective, they, but only achieve its objective if a person's aware that this time is designated for a certain Purpose. It's not just a time of absence of melacha. Okay, so that's the. Uh, I think that's a nice thing. Thing the Ramban brings. I I always liked this uh, this Ramban. It was I thought it was a. Uh, every time I look at it, I see something new. But it's. Uh, yeah, it's this is that average length Ramban, right? No, it's a prince kind of long. It's kind of long. It's kind of long. Like I, I just, just thinking about I, how crazy it is that you did Shnai Mikro. It this was so is hard. the one. On one. I was puzzle. saying, yeah, learning the Ramban Shnai Mikro was was very. A long experience. No, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, every every week. It was like learning like twenty tosfot on the on the parasha because it's so long. And also, he goes back and forth. He has questions. He goes back and like there's in every parasha at least one or two like doozy rambans that are many pages long. So you never get out of it. It's not like you know. It's not like you ever have one parasha that there's not a very long one. There's always like at least a few. And then, you know, you have to look at sometimes like one of the super commentaries because sometimes you don't understand like what he's trying to say. So you have to look at the footnotes. You have to look at like the Rakanati, not the guy who made the wine, you know. Yeah. He has the, he has, uh, he has like a, a, a super commentary in the Ramban. It's not really, but it's like a parallel commentary in the Ramban where he always explains uh, the Ramban more. So like, Look at that, figure out what the Ramban is trying to say. It wasn't like a simple, smooth sailing, you know, type of read. It was hard, it was hard. But, I, but this Ramban I, I, was, I was familiar with before. It's like, a pretty, I think it's a pretty well-known Ramban. Um, and uh, he really lays out everything. He puts like the whole concept of, of Zachor and Shamor in perspective and what, how Kiddush emerges from. In other words, once you have the idea that awareness of Shabbat 
is a is a you know is is what the Torah is trying to promote a sense of the awareness of the specialness of Shabbat, the purpose of Shabbat, the goal of Shabbat, so that Shabbat shows so that Shabbat will be a holy day, so that Shabbat will be a day that's meaningful, and not just a day of absence of melacha. That's the purpose of it. How is that going to happen? Only if we articulate. Oh, so that's why we say kiddush. Right. So that we, only yeah, if we to, to, to start off on this idea of. Uh, we set the day up in the positive, but this is the framework for, for everything that we're doing. We're, this is the purpose, right? So even though there's a, there's a mitzvah, according to the Ramban and, and according to Sham, you know, Shammai for sure, of preparing for Shabbat all week long and recognizing this, the, the specialness of Shabbat in one way or another all week long, but ultimately the purpose of that recognition of Shabbat all week long is so that the Shabbat ends up packing the greatest punch in terms of its spiritual impact. And that's what the Ramban is saying. The Ramban is saying that they're, you know, so that a person knows it's a day of oneg, spiritual oneg, and you know, closeness to God and learning to walk, going to speak to the Chachamim and whatever else you're, you're able to do on, the, uh, you know, on Shabbat to make it meaningful. So that's, that's what the Kiddush does. But, but, so now that you have that idea and you have the Rambam and you have the Ramban, so now you have like a framework in Torah Shabbat for understanding what the Chazal are talking about. Because what did the Chazal do with this mitzvah, which is articulating the specialness of Shabbat? They didn't leave it as it was, as an articulation of the specialness of Shabbat. And notice the Shevach B'Kiddush, you have to explain the goodness of Shabbat and the distinctness of Shabbat, right? It's actually like a Birkat Hoda'ah almost, the way it is, because you're, you're appreciating Shabbat. It's not a Birkat HaMitzvah. There's no Asher Kiddushanu B'Mitzvotah V'Tivanu Lishmonat HaShabbat. Where do we articulate it's a gift. You're saying it's a gift. Right? Like you're basically saying that you gave us this gift of Shabbat. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's just a Kiddush. That's, that's that a is the Kiddush. That's no, 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 I'm saying that's the, that's the distinguishing. That's not the Shabbat. You're saying that it's Shabbat Kodshecha? No, because you say it's Zecher Le Maaser Borishi, Zecher Mitzayim, yeah, that's the Shevach, yeah. 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 No, I didn't say everything, but yeah. yeah. No, no, the, the positive qualities of it you're mentioning. Now, obviously, a person could elaborate on it much more, and according to the Deoraita, you could uh, give a, a, a long speech about Shabbat, at the, and, and that would fulfill the mitzvah. Okay? But it's but the Chazal Tiknu. First of all, they always were mitakein uh, nusach for everything. They wanted to have like a fixed nusach for everything. But also they were mitakein alayin. Why, why why would they be mitakein alayin? Is the question. What's the purpose of being mitakein? Before we even get, because the sugya is going to assume that the Gemara assumes it's on alayin, and everyone, almost everyone, agrees that the yain is only. Uh, there is one tosfot somewhere that says that it's there right there, but uh, pretty much everybody agrees it's there. So what's the uh, What's the uh, why wine? Why why wine in general? Or is the question why wine for this specific? Why do they like, decide why, why, to why take this mitzvah? Is that the same thing? Why do they wine a wedding? You could ask that too. Same idea. We we assume that kiddush means wine, but that's all post. That's post rabbinic yeah. institution yeah. of kiddush. Why does really the mitzvah zachor de Shabbat is okay? So that's one possibility. So one possibility is like the same reason why you do it at a wedding lechabed. It's a kavod to the words that you're saying, that you drink to it, just like you make a toast, right? You say, uh, and the guy goes up, he says all kinds of things about the chatan, oh, the chatan is great, blah, 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 blah. Let's all drink to it, l'chaim. On a very simple level, it's also conditioning. People have an affinity to wine. Uh -huh. So you're creating like a, you're conditioning them to have a positive experience. Right, did we have a sefer? I think he says something like that, actually. 
Then one has. Uh, have, I don't think we do, right? Maybe we we guys have separate. I have it on my phone. There's someone up there. Yeah. A sefer chinuch. I think he says something like that. He says something like the Chazal did it because because I really, really, really like the the sefer chinuch. It's very good. He says in there, I think something similar to that, that it's the Chazal did it because it, people are attracted to wine and it's pleasant and therefore it gives a pleasantness and attractiveness. It draws the heart, it draws the attention in because of people's affinity for wine. So it's, uh, which is also, I think, connected to the idea of making a toast, which really seems like a shtuyot. Why you, uh, what, what does it mean, I, uh, drinking to it? You know, it's a celebratory drinking, right? No, it's like, it's a celebratory action. You're celebrating, it's a sign of celebration that you drink to something, that you're enjoying it, that you're taking pleasure in it, right? So it's, and that's a type yeah. of a kavod to the, to the words that you're saying. Yeah? Everyone is different, I don't know. This, all the sets are different. Uh, don't know. But, um... I'll probably find and it. Anything with wine being something that's better with age, meaning the more time and effort you put into it, becomes a more developed idea of something better for you. So, what was wine back then? Meaning everyone drank it back then, but it was associated with the joy. That's why, like a Kohen, for example, drinks wine before he goes to serve in the Beit Hamikdash. It's oh, a big avera, and it's worse when it's wine than any other drink because wine is like the beverage that symbolizes simcha more than anything. It's associated. Yain was the primary. The other ones were for being drunk, but the uh, but the thing that you used for for simcha was yain. That's why it's it's like I'm my simcha avodat Hashem is not enough, so I need the simcha of yain. It's oh. like uh, it's worse. It's a yeah, worse. Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Let me see if I can find yeah. it on here. I remember he said something similar to that. Let's see. Yeah. So he says, uh, my friend. So he says, uh, in order to, so he says, because, he, because people like wine, so it awakens their emotions more. Uh, and yeah, he says, uh, he says, she was so eight of like we're saying, right? It, it, it makes a person excited. I mean, it's a celebratory event because there's wine involved. If you just say words, it doesn't have the same impact as if you drink to it because drinking to it is celebratory and, and engages the emotion, engages the, the attention. So the, that's what the Chazal did. But So that would look at, at, at the Kiddush as a, uh, an entity that is... Um, Part of the owner. That is separate from... Right, the Shtiat Yain, or the bringing of the wine, is really a Kavod to the words of the Kiddush. It's giving them proper attention, proper uh, uh, you know, regard, or whatever you want to say. What's, uh, but, but we see that the Chazal took it even a step further than that, though. And that's really what, the, what this Gemara is going to mainly talk about because the Gemara talks about the idea of Kiddush um, B'mokom Seuda, right? Now it seems like Kiddush B'mokom Seuda is kind of like a detail of, uh, of laws of Kiddush, but it ends up being like a major problem in Hilchot Kiddush, right? So that's, and that's, the Gemara on Kuf Amud Bed starts, it says, B'nei Adam Shekidshu Bebet Knesset, right? This was a practice that they would make Kiddush in the Bet Knesset, so Amarav, Yedei Yain Lo Yatsu, Yedei Kiddush Yatsu. They didn't fulfill the uh, drinking of wine that you're supposed to have with your um, with your your Shabbat meal. You're supposed to drink wine. 
They have to do that at home, drink the Brei Geffen and, and have some wine. However, Kiddush, they, were, they fulfilled. Okay, so that, that, that's, that's Rav. That was like the last two lines of Daf Kufa. Amud Bet. And this is, Av Yedei Kiddush Lo Yatzu. They don't even fulfill Kiddush. This is what the Ashkenazim do Friday nights? They do it, yeah. yeah it's not the same thing, right? Well, <coughs> also they, Friday, they Friday night, they also. say it at the end of the Tefillah. Yeah. Not every Ashkenazim. Oh, I've been to this young Israel. You'll only see it at Ashkenazim, but not all Ashkenazim. A lot of them stop. Because this is talking about that, meaning in Shul. This is talking about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the thing is, why does Shmuel say, Lo Yatza Yedei Chobat Kiddush? Because in Kiddush Alabim Kom Seudah, that's a reason. Yeah. That's a very strange thing. Did you ever just think that that doesn't make any sense? So Kiddush itself. Right? I mean, if the words are, if the mitzvah is to say words over one, what difference does it make out of a Seudah? Seudah or the eye. Yeah. Right. But why? So, right, so let's see. So they said, So why does a person make Kiddush at home? Right, so they, they had a minhag of Kiddush Bebet Knesset. Friday night they would say Kiddush Bebet Knesset. So according to Rav, who says you fulfilled the mitzvah of Kiddush already in the Bet Knesset, why do you have to do it at home? He says, Because he has a family, they didn't hear Kiddush. And if you don't have family? Okay, he doesn't get to that. But it's like Havdalah, people who hear it in Shul, they go home and say it again for their family, right? Back then they had... Communal yeah, communal meals and sleeping over in the Beit Knesset. It was like a little hotel, like a bed and breakfast in the shul. So they would, they, the Kiddush was for them. Okay? That's the Allah of Shmuel. So what is that? That's weird. I mean, yeah. it's not if you just think about it, Rav, let's say Rav's idea. Rav says, you didn't drink, you're supposed to drink wine on Shabbat. It's part of Onik Shabbat, I would assume, right? So you didn't drink the wine, so you have to do that at home. But the, but the Kiddush was fine. You didn't, that, that makes sense. You heard the Kiddush. It was, what do you, why is there anything lacking in the Kiddush that I uh, didn't have a meal after? It nothing to do with it. going completely against the Daraita. Yeah. yeah it's Isn't like, the Daraita saying, but the Varim now we're saying you need a Sudak. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just like totally... The, how do you get from all the words It's like people who come to Shul only for Kiddush. <laughs> they only want the food. It's completely different than Mitzvah. Well, you have to be mutier kids if you're already. They have to do it. They, they didn't come to shul, I guess. Drink they didn't the come wine. to But if you're. According to Rav, you mean? Yeah. It's like Dota yeah, You would have to. You would, uh, you would say it again at home. You would be mutier them. Just, you know, that would, that's, so what's the point of being Yotzik In shul. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. So the, that would be like the flip side of the question. So then why did you bother. Maybe a person who would, you know, who, yeah, would make more sense for someone who didn't have a family to do it. Yeah, Why would the guy bother being Yotzei? It should be done in shul because of those people that might be in shul. Yeah. That's not what the Torah says. Right, right, right. No, no, meaning that people that aren't, aren't going to be saying Kiddush afterwards. I assume but, that's but, what it's done for. I'm not saying you have to have Kiddush in shul. No, I think if you did. You, you, you if you did, right. you have to have it home. You don't have to have it in shul. Right, so let's imagine people did it in the synagogue... For the people who didn't have any wine at home or who didn't have a family at home, and then they would go home, and uh, the people who heard it in shul and did have wine at home would do it again for their family. I guess that's that's the point. But the but the idea of rav rav seems to make more simple sense. But basically saying, uh, you you said kiddush. What's what's the problem? You have to have a meal after. What does the meal have to do with the kiddush? The purpose of the kiddush is to 
recognize that God created the world, you know, the purpose of Shabbat and to recognize the objective of it and the you didn't accomplish that? You accomplished that. So what's the problem? What's the idea of Enki Dushadam Kom Seudah? What's the idea? And that's the halacha, it's Shmuel, not Rav. Right. Which is, you know, not Rav. So what is the actual halacha? What is the concept of, of Shmuel that it has to be Mokom Seudah? What would you say? Nothing. To Is it that mitzvah? What? That's a separate mitzvah. Oneg and uh, we have kibud veoneg, but it's a separate mitzvah. They're both zakhor. What is a suda? Suda is getting together with family, sustenance. Doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. Just have a because I ate bread and and it's good. How does the Rambam say it? Does he say anything different uh, yeah, to help okay. us? What is this? Or he just leaves us... Uh, try to flush it out. Yeah, so that is... Is it Yishudat? Is it Yishudat? Is it eating? Is it sustenance? Is it Yishudat? Soda? Usually that's, that's when you're, you're settled, your mind's at ease, you can think most clearly, you're not on the run. Yeah. Or it, eating, you're forgetting your mind's not at ease. It's before the Yishudat. It's been the Yishudat. It could be like this. Here's the thought. Here's the way to think about it. The issue is this, we're assuming, we went into it with an assumption about why we're drinking wine on the, uh, when we say the words of the Kiddush. And I guess the simplest understanding is like basically what we said before, that it's to give kabod to the words of the Kiddush. So then what do you need the meal afterwards for? It's enough. You made a toast. You don't have to eat anything. You made a toast. But the other possibility is that, no, that making Kiddush alayayin is to transform the seuda into a seuda that is lichvod shabbat. Meaning, yeah, it's not that just thing. that the kiddush declares the specialness of shabbat and chachamim said do it on wine. The chachamim said that the way to really express this idea of the purpose of shabbat is to connect that idea to your seuda through the eye. So, See, and what's the proof that that makes, what's the proof that that's true? Because what happened if you have no wine? You do it on the bread. Right? Do it on the bread. So why would you... Right, which is, meaning the whole purpose is for the divrei shevach v'kidush of Shabbat to be connected to the se'udah. Right, the meal is celebrating the specialness of Shabbat. It changes the meal into a meal that is celebrating the kidush v'shevach of Shabbat and is highlighting the meaning of Shabbat, and how do you make the meal into that kind of a meal? By saying the Kiddush. Now normally the way that you do it is by saying it on wine, doing an action separate from the Se'udah, prior to the Se'udah, you say the Kiddush, and that sets the tone for the Se'udah that you have right after. But it's also possible that you just connect the divrei Shevach v'Kiddush directly to the meal by saying Hamotzi and doing Kiddush when you don't have wine. So you see that really the goal is the se'udah. You see from that that the goal is the se'udah because otherwise how could you do it over the bread? Only because it's really supposed to change the character of the se'udah. So that expands the whole concept of the takanat chachami. That the chacham, yes, the mitzvah midyoraita is that you should just have this awareness, you should articulate this awareness of the specialness of Shabbat. What did the chachamim add? They said the se'udah should be a vehicle of expressing these, these ideas. How do you normally connect it to the seudah? Through wine that you have beforehand to set the tone. 
if you don't have wine or you forgot and you washed before, right, according to the Rambam, or if you forgot and washed before, so then you do it through the bread. You, it's a more direct route. It's not as good. It's not as good because when you do Kiddush before, you set the tone and then you start the meal. Okay, meaning you set the tone in advance. And when you do it without yain, you're, you make it all one thing. You, 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 but it's a, uh, but the concept is that it's connected to the Sibudah. Is it a stretch to, could be going too far? I, I have no idea. Um, that even, that yain is that which is extracted from grapes and, and bread is that which is developed from chita or, or any of the other, other uh, grains. So the idea is, they almost act as simanim. And that, that Shabbat, the idea of Shabbat, is supposed to be something that's uh, that's developed on on all our actions are supposed to lead us to this idea of, of Shem Shemayim, of God being creator creator of all. Shabbat is according to Beit Hillel, it's not the end; it's the means to which there's a greater understanding that everything is that everything is affected by it, right? So, so these are kind of like Simon. These came about by means of other things. These are. He's, they didn't come, they're not in their, their natural forms. That's like a remez level of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, who knows? I mean, there could be so many different layers of meaning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stop the... I'm saying why we become siuda because we're supposed to make that sort of a connection. Why, to the physical why life in general. Why on siuda? Oh, you mean why, why specifically wine or, or saying, bread? Yeah, why is, according to Harambam, why is it better to do it on two different minim, on yain? Oh, and I can see. Because for the same reason, it's, um, we're... As I said, we're you're trying to use these as they're supposed to stimulate us to understand that there's there's a, there's there's levels of progression. That the idea of, the ideas that Shabbat is supposed to imbue on us are we're supposed to extract them from from everything else. Mm-hmm. The same way these that's a, it's a nice like rem is it's like a drash idea. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's it's, it's, it, it's a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a drash idea. It sounds like. Uh, mm-hmm. It, but it's almost like on a remez level. It's not on a simple right, level. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's, that's not good. It's good. We're not even getting into why is it with that, right? Why do we have to have a well, because, because that's something I think that, uh, or... no, I think that it's, yeah. the idea right. is it's like a, any siudat mitzvah. You're celebrating a certain thing. Why? I, 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 I once asked a question like, this. yeah, so what do you also notice? What do you also notice? During the day you have kiddush. That's uh, totally midrabana, and it's just bright bright and There's nothing uh, really that's mikar adin. It's just bright bright We add the psukim and everything, but you don't really need to. It's bright bright What the? Why, why is that a kiddush? And they call it kiddusha rabban, a big kiddush. Why is it a big kiddush? It's a short kiddush. It's like being, it's like a joke. Well, what's the What's the reason that that, that you have that kiddush? Actually, the the Ra'abana, like the Rambam is like, oh, just like the nighttime kiddush, you can't eat before, you can't drink before, you you have to have a bimkom suda. All the same rules as kiddush for the daytime, right? That shows you, uh, to me at least, I think that shows you the Rambam's idea. That the Rambam is telling you that Kiddush is about connecting the Seuda to the theme of the day. Because the Seuda is the way we express our Kavod and Oneg of the day. We're celebrating the day of Shabbat. And if you just ate without any kind of a Kiddush, you're not connected. Implicitly, basically, the Kiddush of the day is an extension of the Kiddush of the night. You don't have to repeat everything you said last night. You're basically evoking... What was said at night again? So the kiddush. Well, the Rambam says you have kiddush to dash lishitim. You obviously never read Tefillat Ben Etzion. That's a kiddush for you to dash lishitim. I don't know what sidur you use, but in the key, in the Tefillat Ben Etzion, it has kiddush for to dash lishitim. Let's change all the sidur with Kanisa. 
It, it could be, look, even according, so according to the Ram, it sounds like the Rambam means you need a Kiddush Etzudash It does sound like it, because he says, you know, for all three meals, it has to be the same. Uh, it has to be Alayai, and it sounds like that, and the tour actually quotes him as saying that you need Kiddush Etzudash but he disagrees. Um, and, uh, but e- even without that, you could say it's the Yom and the Laila, whatever, you could say the nighttime and the daytime, because you have an idea of Kivod Yom and Kivod Laila in terms of Hilchot Shabbat. You could say that Nighttime and daytime each need to be that the the activities of the day are connected to the purpose of Shabbat. Okay, so the deoraita you just have to set the tone in the beginning and conclude it at the end. So you know that everything that you do is between these two bookmark, uh, these two uh, you know bookends of of kiddush and havdalah. Midrash banan because a person's nature is they lose focus. So during the day to have a kiddush. Uh, just a, a very basic Kiddush which has the same rules of Kiddush but just a one line just to make sure that you're extending the idea of the Kiddush in fact later on in the Gemara it, there's a story about they asked the guy to say Kiddush Rabban. he didn't know what that was he didn't know if he was supposed to say the whole Kiddush or not so he waited to see if everyone went to drink you know he didn't know what it was so oh, it's, it's, it's later in like he mentioned so the idea is that you, you the, I think the main point is and I had mentioned this one time before a funny thing uh, last year like one of the Zoom shiurim that I gave around the Chagim not this year the last year was about Simchat Yom Tov that Simchat Yom Tov is supposed to be Simcha in service of Hashem and yet what you do for Simchat Yom Tov like drinking makes a person pasul to go into the Beit HaMikdash and it also makes a person pasul even to, to teach halacha. You're not, like it says that the Amoraim were, they, they wouldn't give halachic, like wouldn't have a shiur on Yom Tov afternoon where they had to answer halachic questions because they were drinking, right? So it's weird. On one hand, the Chazal are very strict about wine in, with respect to Avodat Hashem and they're very strict with wine with respect to uh, halacha, and, you know, giving, you know, teaching, teaching, Mikdash and teaching. And, and yet... The way that we uh, are supposed to do this simchat uh, yom tov is eating meat and drinking wine. It's like, so what, why are you doing an activity that's exactly the opposite of the, uh, you know, and, uh, it makes you, it takes you out of, uh, of the Avodat Hashem framework. If the real, because the Rambam has a whole thing in yom tov where he says, uh, you know, uh, the real, this is not a real Avodat Hashem, being drunk is not an Avodat Hashem, it's, it makes you low and... Oh, the real Avodat Hashem is, you know, Simcha in, in, in true Avodat Hashem. Not that it's not a real Simcha. So what is, the, what is the answer? There's a difference between Simcha Ba'avodat Hashem and celebrating the idea of Avodat Hashem. Meaning when you celebrate, it's like, the, think about a siyum as the example. When you accomplish something in learning, you want to celebrate it. What does celebrating do? It shows I value this thing. It's my way of showing this was a significant event. I'm celebrating it. You have a meal at a brit milah. You have a meal at a wedding. The meal is not the thing itself. The meal is I'm celebrating it. I'm showing my joy in the natural human way of showing joy, which is eating and drinking together in a social environment with meat and wine. I'm showing my joy at the, uh, at the fact that, I, uh, that this wedding happened or at the fact that there's a brit milah. Or in the case of uh, Yom, Yom Tov, the fact that Hashem's Hashkacha has blessed us with whatever that particular Yom Tov is about. I'm celebrating that. In that celebration itself is not the Avodat Hashem. It's a, it's a demonstration. Uh, that's why you have Chatzil Hashem, Chatzil Hashem. Chatzil Hashem is the actual Avodat Hashem of Tefillah Belimud Torah. Chatzil Hashem is celebrating the Zechut that we have, Ashreinu Matov Chelkeinu, that we have the, uh, that we have this. Okay, that's the, so when you're, when you're having a meal on Shabbat, the meal is a celebration of 
of what the ideas of Shabbat are. There's no idea of getting drunk, obviously. And you're drinking a little wine, you're supposed to, but like the idea is celebrating the ideas of Shabbat. That's what the Chachamim wanted us to do in order to infuse the day with a sense of what the purpose of Shabbat is. If you look, the Rambam has like a whole Seder Yom of Shabbat. Have you ever seen the Rambam Seder Yom of Shabbat? Where he says, oh, a person should get up. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. He has a, yeah, I think it's after he talks about Sudash uh, Shiram, my son's phone, he probably is lost. Let's see. Hello? Is this a blind leader woman or man? I mean, hello? I think I found well, it. Hang on. While, while they're there, let me just ask a, a probably stupid question. If, we, if the point of the attaching the Kiddush to the Seuda was in order to elevate the Seuda, it wouldn't it have said, M Seuda elevate Mkong Kiddush? I know this might be dumb. I don't know. I'm just I'm processing it uh, in, in my head. No, because the kiddush, the kiddush is the main thing. The main thing is you're articulating right, the, the the specialness of Shabbat. The question is exactly how do you articulate if it's just through words or no? The entire suda becomes an an, ex, uh, a, a, an extension of the kiddush, articulating the ideas of the kiddush. So the Kiddush, if you have Kiddush without Makom Seuda, it's too limited. The Kiddush is not creating a Seuda event. When the so Kiddush creates a Seuda event, that means the entire Seuda now is, is reflecting the ideas of the Kiddush. So that's why it's, the Kiddush has to be Mimkom Seuda, means that the Kiddush has to be what creates the Seuda, and the Seuda becomes a, an expression of the ideas of the Kiddush. Yeah, yeah, but the thing, so, so what we're trying to do with it is elevating the, the Seuda. seuda. Right. The Kiddush is No, no, you're really... What you're doing is... The, the Kiddush could have stood on its own based upon the Deoraita. Exactly. Right? The Chachamim that, wanted, said that's a limited impact. That's exactly my we point. Want you the say Kiddush. one word you've done. Right. That's exactly my point. Meaning, if, you, if the whole point was to elevate the Seuda, so then you'd make, it, make the, the Seuda contingent on the Kiddush. It would that's be like, let's around. say you go to a wedding. We're right? making let's the say Kiddush go to a wedding. contingent on Seuda. Let's say go to a wedding. They have a Chupah, Kiddushin Chupah, and then say, okay, bye everyone. Thanks for coming. Five minutes. Right, meaning if you have a wedding, right? The guy comes, does kiddushin, nisuin, they say the brachot on the wine, and then everyone just goes home. That, okay. that's, that, that was a wedding? Disrespectful. Right. It's not, the, the, there has to be a celebration of it. The whole, the, meaning there's a, the idea of staying and celebrating and rejoicing is that that seudat mitzvah is, an amp, is what the... I agree, but you know, essentially yeah. what we're saying is we, we can't have the... the we we can't have the the meal meaning we we can't have the wedding because we're gonna we need to have the meal we don't have a meal so we can't have the wedding that's right. what we're well, saying right but you're, I'm, but I'm, that's my point I'm saying you we're saying that the the kiddush is essentially contingent on the makom seuda no because you, you need the makom seuda in order to say kiddush right. and kiddush makom seuda means that right. right right so why is the contingency on the ikar thing. It should, it should be on the tafel thing, meaning on the thing that we're trying to well, elevate. How would it be? What? Right, so how would they formulate it? So I'm it saying, so it should have said, En seuda elevum kiddush. Not en kiddush elevum It works seudah. both ways, I mean, you can't have a seuda elevum kiddush. But en seuda kiddush sounds like you're saying that the seuda would be defective without a kiddush. Yes. Right, but I don't think that's what the... But that's one way of reading. I've seen people read certain Rishonim as if the, that, that's how they understood it, but I, I don't think I'd that's... I'd say that's, that's your analogy that, with the wedding. No, I don't think so. Because Meaning I we, think can't have a, we can't have a, a, 
a wedding without a without, without a, a meal without afterwards a meal. because the simcha wouldn't be complete. Yeah. So so meaning we can so you meaning we can't have the wedding. You wouldn't say we can't have a meal because we don't have a wedding. Right. So meaning so no, you're saying, saying you're saying that meaning the kiddush, what the chazal did when they were mitaken the en kiddush al mukam was say that the mistake is to think that the yain is essential, okay? Because you see from the rambam that you can skip the yain and have the chala directly, right? Yeah. The yain is just the chatchila, basically the ideal one. So you see from that the whole idea was that the chazal really didn't just want it to be an abstract articulation of the special of the specialness of shabbat. They wanted to create a seuda. That, that is celebrates the, yeah. the ideas of that Kiddush So that that would really have an impact And how did they do that? They did that through the saying of the Kiddush Alayayin Followed by a Seuda Or if you don't have Yayin Just directly saying it on the Seuda But basically sanctifying the Seuda Making the Seuda into a vehicle of the Kiddush So that instead of just having words Or even just having words and drinking to it Is not enough It has to be that there's going to be a the Takanat Chachamim I'm saying yeah. According to the Tawah It's just articulating the words Chachamim said that's not enough To engage people fully with the message There has to be a Seuda Celebrating and reflecting on that idea And therefore you can't just go say the words You so, have to have a Seuda So just, just make sure I'm understanding correctly Korbanim the, what the, When you bring a Korban what? you also have to partake Yeah yeah we'll, we'll probably talk about So what the Seuda is really yeah. doing is elevating the Kiddush it's making the Kiddush more impactful. No, yeah, the Kiddush yeah. is elevating the Seudah, though. They it's, both, it, it works emph- both ways. It's emphasized, meaning that, no, that's the way this makes sense. Meaning if a person... Is that the does emphasizing uh, 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 You the know Kiddush. what it is? It's like sometimes you have a situation where if you had a meal without the Kiddush, so yeah, the meal is lacking something. Also, you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. Right? You're not allowed to be Kovea without the Kiddush okay. either. Right? Because you have to have Kiddush first. So that, that's saying that that you don't want to have a, a seudah without kiddush. But the, the, the interesting case that comes later in the Gemara is what happens if people are in the middle of a seudah and Shabbat starts? So what do they do? So there's three different opinions. An opinion says finish up that seudah. was a weekday seudah anyway. Nobody cares. Say Birkat Amazon and then take kiddush. Right? The other one says, no, no, no. You have to stop. Say Birkat Amazon ala makom and kiddush. And the third opinion, which is the halacha, is pois mapal mukadesh, which means, you know what? We started the meal on weekday. We're just going to cover the table. Say kiddush now and we'll make it into a, a, a seudah of Shabbat. Right? So that actually, the seudah didn't even start as a seudah Shabbat. Right? You made so it into a vehicle the of the kiddush. You, tr- you, you hijacked the Seudah into a vehicle of the Kiddush to, to express the idea of the Kiddush. So I think that's, and that explains why, by the way, Havdalah can be, it doesn't need a Seudah of Havdalah. There's no Seudah of Havdalah. And Havdalah can't be on bread. Right? Why not? Because Seudah is the conclusion of, it's not, all the Seudot of Shabbat are transformed by the Kiddush into vehicles of expressing the idea of the Kiddush. But Havdalah is not transforming a Seudah. Havdalah is the end of it. Havdalah is a conclusion. So it's just with the wine. Just, there's not going to be any uh, any meal, okay? So that, that explains that halacha why you can't do havdalan bread because it doesn't have any connection to seuda. It's only the conclusion of the period of time. It's mikdash et hashabbat because it distinguishes shabbat from the weekday, and everything that went on it gives you one last moment to reflect on the significance of what the shabbat was, why it was important, why, why it was meaningful, what it, you know, how it's different from the weekday before you enter the weekday. Isn't that it's the idea of Malabim Malka also? Malabim Malka is different because 
Because Havdalah is concluding the Shabbat as a unit and, and, and Melaveh Malka is saying, I'm starting, I'm extending the insight of Shabbat into my weekday. Right? But the Havdalah doesn't actually do that. The Havdalah is really to distinguish the Shabbat. And then the idea of going from that and having Malava Malka is to say, oh, I want to hold on to the, uh, to the Kiddushat Shabbat and carry that inspiration into my Yom Rishon. So then you have your, uh, your Malava Malka. But it's, it's a little bit different. A little bit different. But the, the Havdalah doesn't have to be Bimkom Malava Malka. Because right? that shows you that what the Kiddush is doing is it's actually transforming a Seuda. That's what the whole, that's what the Takanat Chachamim was. That's the machloka between Rav and Shmuel, which by the way, I think I'm pretty sure in the Yerushalmi, Rav and Shmuel agree. They don't actually have, the Rav doesn't even have this opinion in the Yerushalmi. I'm, I'm pretty sure to check. But it's, it's in, in the, uh, in the, here in the Bavli at least, his idea is more like the conventional idea that, oh yeah, Kiddush mainly is about honoring the words by having Yayin. Shmuel's idea, I think, is so much broader and it ended up being Halakha Maaseh, even though usually we say Halakha Kirav Bi'isurei, so, you know, but here, Shmuel's idea is so much more fundamental. You're, chain, you're taking the Se'udot of Shabbat and you're making them into a vehicle to express the ideas of Shabbat and, and to celebrate the ideas of Shabbat and drive them home, basically. That's, so Kiddush doesn't end at the, uh, you know, when you say, when you drink the wine. It actually is, is, is part of the time. Yeah. In fact, I think there's a, there's a language of the Rambam here I wanted to mention. Two things and then we'll end, I'm sorry. I want to mention what the Rambam says here. When he talks about, when he talks about Kiddush, he says, after the Kiddush, he says, when he gives you the order of how to do Kiddush, he says, um, is it? He describes the saying of the Kiddush and he says, the person is Mikadesh. Ketzad will say, he describes how to do Kiddush. You say, Vaychulu, it's a minhag to say, Vaychulu, okay? And then he says, the, he says after Fine, you say the Kiddush. Yom HaShishi. He says, Vaychulu. Yom HaShishi is yes, not to say, Yod Yeh. Yeah, yeah. 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 What does that have to do with the Kiddush? <laughs> How do you do Kiddush? You say Kiddush, everyone drinks, yeah, and then you do Natilat Yadayim and you eat. What, what, what does that have to do? Why is he saying then you say Hamotzi and then you eat? That has nothing to do with Kiddush. That's how you do Hamotzi. That's how you do Sudat Shabbat. That's not how you do Kiddush. Mm-hmm. So he's showing you that there's a, a connection. See, I just want to read this one last thing. I, really, I like this and then I'll hand over to the Rabbah. Okay? So he says... This is, the, this is the order of your day, okay? He says, the right... Kach u'minhag ha-tzadikim. Okay? Tzadikim. Yitpalel adam b'shabbat shachrit u'musaf b'bet ha-kneset v'yavol le-beto v'yisod tseudah shniya. That's the morning meal. V'yelech le-bet ha-midrash. Yikra v'yishma adam mincha. You should read and listen to shiurim until mincha. V'yitpalel mincha. That's a, he has an order to it that you go learn in the middle of the day. You, and, 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 so you start with learning and with tefillah. Then you have the first meal. Then you have learning. Then you have the third. Then you have sudash lishit. Until then, the it sounds like there's well, kiddush for sudash lishit. That's what it sounds like. He doesn't say what? It sounds like there's kiddush for sudash lishit the way you write it. He says yikwa layayin. The thing is when he talks about the meals, he talks about yom tov. He says v'chin... He says it's all the meals are the same. That's where they learn that he says they have to have kiddush. It sounds like it there, but it's even clearer in another um, 
Why would they normally wait till 3.30, 4 o'clock to bring the Korban Tamit of Enabai? What's the reason? Because the halakha is Aseh Dahashlama. Aseh Dahashlama means the last Korban of the day is Korban Tamit Shel Ben Arabai. It has to be the last. So we start with the up. communal Tamid. The first Korban is the Korban Tamid of the morning. The last one has to be Korban Shel Ben Arabai. Every individual Korban has to happen in between those. So if we bring the Korban Tamit Shel Ben Arabai at 1 o'clock, nobody else can bring a Korban for the rest of the day. They were closed. Right? So they didn't want to do that, so they extended it until the late afternoon. But on Pesach, you have a unique thing. Only time ever that you deliberately bring a Korban after the, uh, the Korban Tamid of the afternoon, which is the Korban Pesach, because it has to be Ben Arbaim, and it has, it's connected to the night after. It's the only time you bring a Korban in one day, and you don't, you're not even allowed to eat it until the next night. Right? Normally you eat it on the day that you bring it and you have an extra day sometimes or extra night, extra day sometimes. Here, you have to Wait. eat and it at night time. You can't eat it during the day. But to show that it's connected to the night time, it has to be as late as possible. It's after the Tamit Shal Ben Arbaim. So that's why usually they did the Tamit Shal Ben Arbaim late because they didn't want to close the Beit HaMikdash early to the Yechidim. On Pesach, they had the opposite problem. They had thousands of Korban Pesach they had to, uh, they had to, to, to do it early. That's, that's the reason. But that's why generally a lot of the poskim seem to favor Mincha Ktana because that was when they actually brought the Korban Pesach. But, I mean, the Korban Tamid. But, you know, really both are fine. Yeah. A lot of yeshivot, they do Mincha Gdola because it's just easier for, for, for the Seder Limud. They finish and they do Mincha Gdola and then they, they have a break or they have another Seder Limud. It's, and that's okay too. And usually in uh, our, our and, uh, we're, we're, you know, in, uh, at home we, uh, we do that too. We do Minchak Dola, we learn, and then we have Siddhartha Jim. Wow. Here comes the Karmigat Plum. Karmigat Plum. Yeah. No, I didn't say anything. I just said what our Seder Hayom is. We do like a morning. We have a morning, like a 10 o'clock uh, breakfast, and then we go to Mincha around uh, 12.30. Then we learn, and then we... Uh, we go to or I go to early you know the, the latest yeah. minyan is 8 o'clock it's like so either I go at uh, Nets or I go at 8 o'clock we come home around 10 the kids get home from their minyan if I, even if I went to Nets they don't come to me they go to so uh, now we have a 10 to 30 breakfast like borekas and stuff like that and then we have fruits and then we have then we go to mincha early mincha 
especially at this time of year, it's like right after we're done with breakfast is Mincha. And then Natana and I usually st- stick around and learn for a little while, and then we uh, we come back for Sudash Hashim. Yeah. Which was afternoon. Which, Which was earlier than our lunch, regular lunch. Our, I'm already at, when I'm at Mincha, you're not even out of uh, Beit Knesset okay. from uh, <laughs> Musa. So we're off, huh? So you're going to go do the shopping? What? 